hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. We're in your eardrums, but we don't watch you when you sleep. Welcome to the pre-Christmas week episode of the Chad and Cheese podcast, HR's most dangerous and totally loaded on eggnog right about now. Oh, yeah. On this week's show, Crowded gets all shook up, Indeed says no, but ZipRecruiter says yes, and the pitchforks are coming out against self-driving cars. Put your feet up and throw some milk and cookies down your pie hole. We'll be right back after this message from Sovereign. Sovereign AI matching is the most sophisticated matching engine on the market because it acts just like a human. You decide exactly how our AI matching engine thinks about each individual transaction. It will find, rank, and sort the best matches according to your criteria. Not only does it deliver the best matches, it tells you how and why it produced them and offers tips to improve the results. Our engine thinks like you, so you don't have to learn how to think like the engine. To learn more about Sovereign AI matching, visit Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. Humans don't need to learn how to think like computers because they're not smart enough to think like computers. That's what it comes down to. I just want to listen to our Christmas soundbite. You just love the Christmas <laughs> soundbite. I love Christmas. <laughs> I love Christmas. Any you holiday where yeah. there's food and festive festivity involved. Yes. Yes. And gifts. No gifts. You know, Thanksgiving is great because there's no gifts. There's no sort of all that effort of watching your wife wrap presents while you drink beer um, because you're <laughs> awful at wrapping presents. But yeah. Uh, love the holidays. Are you do anything special? Yeah, going to uh, enjoy some time. The kids are kids are going to be away for uh, about a week or so, and then they're going to come back, and we're going to do Christmas, New Year's, and everything all balled up pretty much into one. So that should be that should be fun. They're teenagers now, so it's a it's a little bit different, especially one off to college. She's back. We're we're getting close to being empty nesters, which is going to be awesome. <laughs> I cannot say the same. Um, so uh, my youngest has no idea what's going on. Um, so that's neither here nor there. Uh, my nine-year-old still believes in Santa, which is still precious. Uh, and my 12-year-old um, is preteen, angsty, uh, who knows what's going on uh, there. But uh, yeah, I only get them on Christmas Day. Isn't divorce fun? Uh-huh. Um, and then and then they leave me and then I, I get them back on, on New Year's where we will be going to Canada um, and enjoying New Year's there. So, yeah, good stuff. Oh, good Canada stuff. for Christmas. Oh, Canada. Hopefully they let me back in. We've got our uh, Chad and Cheese um, Christmas party, holiday party, Hanukkah party, Kwanzaa party this weekend. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Han- Chris, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Anyway, yeah. I yes. love it. it's basically an excuse to eat really good food and drink. That's the way it should be. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll maybe live stream. We'll maybe, who knows, we'll post something, a little holiday message for the podcast. I don't know. 
we'll have fun. We'll roll I've got it. an awesome sweater that I can't wait to wear. So uh, let's get this done. Yeah. And I have some nauseous or not anxiety medicine. That I'm gonna take <laughs> before I see that thing. All right. Shout outs. Who you got? Who first and foremost, I'd like to go ahead and thank uh, Scott Guts, CEO of Monster, and uh, Chris Cho, head of product over at Monster. Just did a pretty awesome interview with those guys, uh, and we just dropped it earlier this week. So if you haven't checked it out, you want to hear about the state of the union or the state of Monster, check it out. Uh, we didn't throw them any softballs. I mean, we we threw them some pretty fast pitches, and and they they answered some questions. So it was good stuff. State of the purple Bugs Bunny looking thingy, I believe <laughs> is what we say. Yes, yes. I, for my for my what it's worth, I think it's our best uh, our best work to date on the interview side. And uh, in iTunes, you're not an iPhone guy, but in iTunes, uh-huh. it algorithmically shows uh, podcasts that are the most popular, uh-huh. like most listened to, etc. And the monster interview is already uh, in our most popular shows. So uh, that's got to mean something, right? Nice, nice. Well, and this this is really just a shot should be heard around the industry for any CEO that's out there. Get on the podcast, be transparent. Yes, we're not going to ask you bullshit softball questions, but that's not what the people want. They want to hear the real shit. They want to hear what's going on. And we're going to push you to answer those questions. So uh, get on the pod. Art over there at Dice. I see you in the fetal position in the corner. Get out of the pos- the fetal position, buddy. Get on the podcast and let's talk. Let's make 2019 a kick-ass year. Tough but fair, as my dad would always say. And by the way, my first shout out goes to my father, uh, who celebrates his birthday today. Yes. Uh, this will be this will be published the day after. But yes, my dad's celebrating 79 years on this planet, uh, half of which he's had to deal with me. So that, that counts for something. And uh, we'll hopefully make 80 and many more birthdays after that. So uh, yeah. happy birthday, Coach Cheeseman. Yeah, no, he's he's got a he's got a lot left in him. He's got a lot left in him. I agree. Yeah. By the way, a double cancer survivor, prostate and colon. So mega mega ups for survival. You can't beat that guy. That's all there is to it. He's a cockroach. <laughs> hence, hence Joel Cheeseman. Shout out to new listener, Greg Giambanco. I know you want to call him Giambi, but it's Giambanco. Thanks for listening, man. New listener. Now, since you are a new listener, you have to understand that you, you've you got to go out, get your peers, friends, and family listing as well. This is, this is our push to be able to make Chad and Cheese, again, the best or continue to make the best HR podcast out there. And if not the best, at least the most dangerous. Yeah. Uh, shout out to KFC. You know, they had to make the list here somewhere. <laughs> uh, they have apparently released a, you know, these, these starter logs. Yes. Uh, some people don't own fireplaces. So you, you, these starter logs, you fire up and then the wood, you know, goes. So anyway, KFC has apparently released a starter log for your fireplace mm-hmm. that smells like fried chicken. That's genius. That yeah, is incredibly it's like, genius. It's like indoor plumbing, the printing press, and now the KFC starter log that smells like fried chicken. Yes, this is this is amazing. If you do have a, a wood burning fireplace, you should be you should be getting these for Christmas. <laughs> Agreed. 
I'm going to say um, shout out to Google Home Assistant for the commercial uh, rekindling Home Alone with Kevin McAllister. So it's got it's got uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's got Coley. It's got a, a, a today's. It's hilarious. It's got Coley McCulkin and today's Coley McCulkin. He, he's found himself home alone. He asked Google what's on his calendar for the day. And then during the entire thing, I mean, he's just telling, he's asking Google to do things again. It rekindles the years where we've watched home alone over and over. And it is funny as hell. So yeah. big ups to Google for that one. I love I love how he throws his back out when he's jumping on the bed. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, you have to turn in your Gen X card for not knowing Macaulay Culkin. That's just, that's awful. Macaulay McAllister? Is no, that Kevin McAllister is his name in Home Alone. Oh. You've got to throw in your Gen X card for okay. not knowing the character no, no, no. name. No, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that was a little funny side note. This, oh, is, clearly the, this is clearly one of the last shows of the year because we're... Yeah um text recruit shout out uh we yeah. know those guys eric uh kolstanek kolstanek anyway uh <laughs> interviewed him for the show kolstanek i think that's right Kostelnik, uh, yeah yeah interviewed him for the show he's been a friend of the show for a long time uh acquired by isims they sent out a tweet this week about getting their thousandth customer uh-huh. so big big ups to them for that I love in the interview with him. You couldn't say his name. He's like, it's okay, man. You've only known me for like three years. Yeah. Well, people are still <laughs> mispronouncing Cheeseman. So, <laughs> what do you know? And Cheeseman is much more straightforward than Kostelnik. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, I could say that. So I'd like to send a shout out to Boston Dynamics, who just put a video out of Santa with their robot dog reindeers. And I just want to say, stop it, Boston Dynamics. Stop it. This is you're gone. You've gone too far. You've made everything in our life creepy. You can't make Christmas creepy, too. The difference is my dog can't open the door. And, That's what and makes murder it so me creepy. in my sleep. Yeah, totally creepy. Totally uh. creepy. Uh, last shout out is just, you know, Christmas man, uh, take a break. Uh, I'm hoping to take an entire week break from Chad next week. <laughs> uh, we've record, we've pre-recorded shows just so we don't have to listen and talk to each other for a week. I hope that everyone out there has a relaxing time, takes a break, uh, enjoys family, friends, or whatever it is you do. Um, I know it's been a great year and I'm thankful for so much. Thank you, Chad, for a great year as well. Um, I'm looking forward to 2019 and making many more shows. Stop it, man. You're making me tear up. Uh, My last shout out is for all those individuals who love the supreme, ugly Chad and Cheese sweater. Thanks so much. Brett Healy tweets, it just can't get any uglier. Thanks, Brett. That's exactly what we're going for. Jen Klimas, Rand Thorne, Steve Kraut, Roy Maurer, Tim Sackett, Michael O'Dell, Audra Knight, James Ellett, and Teresa Reyes Bustamante, and many more. I can't because there was so much action on this ugly sweater. Thank you. You have made my holiday season. <laughs> now, are you, you going to cut the sleeves off and wear it in the summertime is what I want to know. No, I've got to keep this thing around, but I think you know there will be Chad and Cheese t-shirts happening in 2019 mark my words people can we get to the news now <laughs> yes all right all right so semi-breaking stuff here uh crowded mm-hmm. as in crowded.com as in former uh firing squad alum yeah 
um, has has some shakeups here recently. Um, I was able to confirm through a, a conversation with Steve Levy, who I know a lot of our audience knows, a recruiting veteran, friend of in many uh, many conferences and yep. events around uh, the industry. But um, he took a job at Crowded a while back. Um, and I'll start off by saying that uh, aside from the news, Steve is staying uh, with Crowded. Uh, believes in the product and the the people that are there. Um, so he, his his uh, his confidence thing means means something. But apparently, um, people at the top, uh, we don't know exactly who. Uh, uh-huh. How he would be the top of the top, um, and I think you have some word that that he has been let go as part of that. Uh, you have some sources on this this story as well, but uh, have either been fired or resigned. So mm-hmm. there's some some turmoil at the top that's going on. Um, Mike Whiston, who we know, uh, head of sales, uh, left the company in uh, the uh, towards the end of November, I believe. Now, according to him, it had nothing to do with any sort of you know chaos or scandal at the top, right? Uh, which we have yet to confirm. Um, Joe Rubin, who is co-founder, um, not confirmed that he's left uh, yet, but word is that he's. It looks like he's focusing a little bit on his uh, investment company. Uh, his LinkedIn profile has not been updated. Howie's has not been updated. Uh, Mike's has been updated, uh-huh. uh, so we can sort of confirm that he's gone. Uh, the company's About Us page has all of those folks still with the company. Uh, there's been no public um, announcement from the company, but as soon as we get something more concrete, we will report it. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever, um, that's where we shred some of this breaking news. Uh, so as we know, we, as we know more about this story. We'll be, we'll be delivering that through the shred. So if you haven't um, opted in or subscribed to the show, make sure you do that so you get some of this hard-hitting, breaking stuff. Right. Yeah. I do have uh, have to say that this is one of the products that's that, that was out there that I think conceptually was amazing. And when we were actually able to see uh, some of the components, uh, I mean, it, it backed up the concept. Um, being able to really leverage uh, your applicant tracking system, candidate database, the, the 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 hundreds of millions of dollars that companies spend in their their databases, building these databases, and then they stop using them. This product was really devised to keep that database fresh and make it easier to match up against requisitions that were obviously you're posting on a daily basis. So this is the type of technology that I believe moving forward is it's ripe for organizations to be able to uh, to tap into and and hopefully crowded will be around in, in 2019 and it'll, and it'll stay strong yeah we definitely like the company and, and the people that were initially there um but you know things happen people are people yep. they do shit happens um what are you gonna <laughs> do? it definitely happens but yeah we're updates are coming on this story as as we speak i just actually uh got a call uh, that was probably about that so yeah if you're not subscribed to the shred, get that uh, updates on this story and more are forthcoming. Yeah. And if you don't know how to subscribe, it's pretty simple. Go to iTunes, look up the Chad and Cheese podcast, go to Google Play or Google Podcast, go to CastBox, whatever you use to listen to podcasts. If you don't listen to podcasts, you are listening to a podcast. What the fuck? Um, go look for an app that uh, makes sense for you and just look for Chad and Cheese. Subscribe and we will you will get everything that we put out. <laughs> Uh, not so late breaking takes us to our next story. Tucker Carlson, who 
probably those in America know, but a lot of people outside of the country may not know who Tucker Carlson uh-huh. is. He's a conservative talking head, I guess would be the, the best way that I would describe him. Uh, he's on a, Fox he's a News. Fox, you got to say he's that. He's a Fox News personality. He made some comments about immigrants, uh, specifically yeah. that they're dirty. I think that was really, really bad to say. Uh, he said dirty. They make our country dirtier and poorer, is what he said. It was just a really bad, stupid thing to say. He's actually doubled down on it and said, I stand yeah. by what I said. Um, as a result of this, quite a few advertisers have said, We out. Yeah, supporting the show uh, and indeed announced pretty publicly that they were leaving their support for the show. However, another industry stalwart has said they're not or at least have not come out and said we're leaving. And that would be ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of surprised if they don't just ride the wave of getting off the show Uh, when you work in employment. Um, and diversity is such a key to you know our success. It's really hard to be a, a, a company in the recruiting space and support sort of anti-Semitic, stupid uh, comments like that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. We you know that uh, companies like ZipRecruiter they've got ads everywhere. Um, but it's incredibly important to be cognizant of what the hell is being said. And that's the kind of thing that, that, that you've got to watch. I mean, you really do. You have a dozen, at least at this point, a dozen other companies, big name companies who have said, OK, screw this. I'm ejecting. I'm going home. Indeed, being one of those companies very smartly. And then um, we saw on Twitter that uh, Zip was still running ads. And I don't know if that's just because it was part of the normal flow and they weren't paying attention but I think this is a shot over Zip's bow. It's like, guys, I know you're putting a lot of money out there, but you've got to be cognizant of, of this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Especially in today's environment, you know, not walking back or, t- you know, getting away from this sort of environment uh, makes you look sort of tone deaf and can be very damaging. Um, you know, there are reason, there's reasons why certain companies sponsor, you know, Howard Stern and, you know, certain yeah. content. And if, if you're going to support something like Fox News, which is very opinionated um, and has personalities like this like you should kind of know what you're getting into Mm -hmm. um but maybe tucker went too far um for some advertisers uh certainly for ones in our space um so i applaud indeed i think we both do um and we'll see what zip recruiter does maybe we'll reach out to them and see uh, if they're going to pull back or not i don't believe i don't think there's any question he went too far this has to do with just fear-mongering to be quite frank yeah i mean Fox gets a ton of viewers, and so that becomes very enticing as an advertiser to get on board with that. But you just have to know what you're you're getting, and if your business is HR who touts diversity and inclusion and all those good good things, yeah, then it becomes really dangerous. If I'm selling Snuggies or burgers, you know, there's a lot <laughs> less risk, I guess, of of uh, of you know backlash. But certainly in our industry, like you got to be careful with who you're getting behind. Yes. To, to say the least. Uh, next story, uh, ERE Media, who a lot of our listeners will know. Um, uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a regular provider of outstanding content to ERE's uh, <laughs> website. Also presenting at their, uh, their spring conference in San Diego. So uh, if you're going to be there, come by and say hi. But uh, they acquired Talent 42, uh, which reminds me of the 80s group Level 42. Do you remember yes. them? And something about you. Something about you, baby. baby. 
which I know many of our audience will know because the people who comment about your sweater are all about our age. Um, yeah. I'm sure know this, know this song. So anyway, Talent 42 uh, is a, a Seattle-based conference, sort of, sort of boutique-y, niche up to this point. Um, historically, ERE and uh, its, its leader, David Manister, have been really good about uh, sort of finding those hidden gems in the industry and acquiring them. Um, and this is just the next line of that. Uh, you and I talked earlier, and the, we think it's the Forsyth newsletter uh, that they acquired very early on um, and acquiring SourceCon really early on as well, which has become you know one of the must-see events for a lot of recruiters and certainly for sourcers out uh-huh. there. So, uh, you know, applaud David for sort of being, uh, you know, on the on the watch on the hunt for some of these companies that are maybe under understaffed or underutilized or underfunded and, and taking them and really making them something so uh talent 42 probably move beyond seattle probably go global probably be you know something a lot bigger than they are today but uh kudos to them i don't know what exactly what it says about the conference business uh it's a good thing that you're seeing some consolidation um or not and certainly when the economy goes south how do these guys fare I don't know, but for the for the near term, uh, this looks like an interesting acquisition. And by the way, we don't talk about conference acquisitions very much, so this was, yeah. this was newsworthy. You know, Dave and crew over at ERE, they've been smart about uh, content. Um, you know, we've said for years, content is king and how you get it out there. And then there's the delivery mechanism of that content being, you know, whether it's the ERE website or these conferences. So this is just a, another opportunity to have another vehicle, a, a very pointed vehicle uh, for uh, those types of uh, individuals who go to the type of conference. And I, I mean, what really distinguishes Talent 42, again, from some of the other ERE conferences? I don't know the the ins and outs of the deal. Maybe the, the, the people behind it were sort of ready to walk away from it, or maybe they saw a bigger opportunity, but weren't funded to the degree that an ERE might be to take it to the next level. Um, I don't know the specifics of it, but it's built up a nice little brand in the Northwest. I don't know, but we'll be watching. Moving on to an ad from our boys at Canvas. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform, empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io, and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. So I, I have a I have a, an update on uh, Talent 42. Okay. <laughs> so looking at the story, it's it's primarily a tech uh, recruiting event. So, so okay. the need that it fills is being able to find and recruit tech talent. Um, certainly SourceCon helps with that, but SourceCon is everything. So Talent42 is more tech focused. Um, it is a, yes. a national show. So yeah, so I think the niche that it looks like it fills is tech recruiting. That makes a hell of a lot of sense. Well, there you go. 
There you go. So that being said, uh, as we roll into these these next topics, we're just listening to Canvas and how they're talking about Canvas bot. Amazon and Walmart are adding more robots. Beep, Believe boop, that. Beep, boop. So Fast Company had this uh, pretty awesome uh, article around uh, Amazon and uh, and Walmart because those two yep. are really fighting each other, right? Amazon bought warehouse robotics company uh, Kiva Systems uh, a few years back. Uh, and, and due to that, uh, I'm going to quote on this one, in fulfillment centers, they have drive units. Uh, we're able to store up to 40% more inventory and move custom orders in a faster, more efficient way. Faster deliveries, lower prices. So taking the friction, this is the the, the people friction. This is the thing that we talked about with Peter Weddle and in, in the uh, circa 2118 interview, taking the human friction out of the whole formula, right? 40% more inventory and faster deliveries, lower prices. Boom. People suck. People suck. <laughs> Yeah, the problem, uh, and we talked about this in uh, circa 2118 with Weddle, is someone needs to buy the products that these robots are moving around and making. Look at the market. How many jobs do we have versus people? So this is the perfect opportunity for you to move those people out because there are other jobs, right? And that's the whole kind of thought process around this. Yeah. Now you read this. You're in this more than I am, but that also that they're they're, re, they're reconfirming or confirming that jobs aren't going to be lost because of this automation. Do you just call bullshit on that or? That is total, total <laughs> bullshit. So it, let's, let's run through a few of these things real quick, especially just with Amazon. Cashless Amazon Go stores. Where are the fucking people? The concept of drone mm-hmm. deliveries. Where are the people, right? It's to be able to say that is, is a bold faced lie. Will there be jobs that are created from this? Yes. But I think uh, Peter actually said in the book, when you do the when you, you do your due diligence and you take a look at the actual numbers, six jobs lost per every one created. Right. So, yeah, it's going to create jobs, but the deficit is five times that of what it's actually creating. Um, in 2020, Walmart automated carts will soon be. <laughs> shuttle components of online grocery orders from an attached warehouse to uh, packaged up for human workers. So today, Julie, when when she shops, she goes online, she goes to to uh, Walmart, does everything online, right? Um, if you go into Walmart, you see these personal shoppers and they have these carts and they're going and they're doing the personal mm-hmm. shopping, right? What's happening by 2020 is all those human beings are going to be gone. It's all going to be done by robots. That's another step Walmart's taking. And then they have robot truck unloading systems, autonomous floor cleaning uh, systems that are deployed in uh, 360 Walmarts by the end of January, inventory tracking bots that can do a job in two and a half hours that actually takes a human two weeks to do. That's stocking, checking merchandise, inventory, And then last but not least, there are these things called Walmart pickup towers that are going to be like in 700 different Walmart locations where you do your online. uh, This is beyond, I think, just that of groceries, but you do your your Walmart shopping online. You walk in the store to this tower. 
you have like a QR code that you scan or something, and then it just brings your your box up. You've already paid for it online. You take it and you get the hell out of Dodge. I mean, dude, you cannot tell me that this is going to create a shit ton of jobs. That's all great. But when I'm in the produce section, I like to make sure my melons are firm. I do agree with that. <laughs> I do agree with that. I do like firm melons. I do like green lettuce and uh, picking, picking yes. that strawberry that I really, really want to eat. So there is something to be said for that. And getting grapes instead of being delivered raisins. <laughs> and that. Now, beer delivery, I think we're both behind. Uh, when a drone can oh, yeah. deliver my PBR, it's a good day. Well, and Domino's delivering oh, yeah. pizzas. Well, I mean, in these self-bake car uh, pizzas. Yeah, the, the pizza that it's an auto, it's a self-driving truck. It takes orders online. It yeah. makes the pizza, um, and then you go out and get it. You have a little code. You got and you got like a hot pizza that's in this ever ever driving self. Like to me, that's that's genius, and I'm waiting for that to happen. Uh, pretty. Pretty soon, we'll never have to leave our house. I don't know if I'm looking forward to that day, but certain aspects of that I'm looking forward to. So we talked about the employee side of, of the automation uh, discussion today. So let's talk yeah. a little bit about recruiting. Unilever has an interesting story. They process a whole lot uh -huh. of applicants with AI. Uh, story come out this week. Unilever processes 1.8 million job applications. Now, Unilever is a big company, so I don't know exactly what percentage of that yes. is, but my guess is it's still a lot. Um, and they also recruit more than 30,000 people each year uh, by partnering with Pymetrics. Um, so they specialize in artificial intelligence and recruitment. Uh, the partnership has created an online platform uh, for candidates to be assessed at home uh, on their computer or a mobile device. Mm -hmm. um, they've eliminated 70,000 person hours uh, of evaluation through this partnership. Yeah. Wow. Dude. So the first step on this is wired home. They send you games to test your aptitude, logic, reasoning, and appetite for risk. The whole algorithm goes into play. Uh, and then it's used to assess uh, the uh, candidate's suitability for whatever role they've applied for and then matches against different profiles. The second stage, and this is where it really gets creepy, is that um, you go into a video mm -hmm. interview. And again, the assessor is not a human being. It's not a human being. So this is where the 70,000 person hours of interviewing and assessing candidates have been cut yep. out. So that's pretty amazing to be able to, to, to look at how much time a recruiter actually spends, hiring manager, right? Or sourcers, yep. assessments, all that stuff, all that cut out, gone, done taken over by these types of algorithms and systems. Yeah. I got to think that 2019 will be the year that if you're not doing stuff like this, uh -huh. you're going to lose your job. Like if you're not implementing some of these things as a big yeah. corporation in particular, like we're going to uh -huh. see, we're going to see this in mass and become ubiquitous and commonplace next well, year. In this case, there is no black hole because all of, and I'm going to go ahead and quote, all of our applicants get a couple of pages of feedback how they did in the game, how they did in the interviews, right? And what characteristics they have that fit. Yeah. And if they don't fit, the, the reason why they don't fit. So they're giving them feedback, not going into a black hole. And this is all happening without human beings, right? Then it carries on to onboarding and engaging employees. They have a, a bot called Unibot 
that uh, it's it's all Clever. on the N- on the NLP uh, Microsoft Bot framework that focuses on uh, being able to just answer basic questions, provide documents. Uh, and really do what HR and some of even IT, some of these different departments uh, do on a daily basis. That's just really answering basic questions. They've rolled that out into 36 countries. Yeah. If you're if you're an SVP of, of HR and your CEO hasn't come to you from looking at stories like this and said, what are we doing to automate our recruiting? Um, you should probably expect that conversation to happen any day now. If you have human beings, let's just go down to the, for the basics first. If you have human beings posting jobs, if you have human beings um, scanning, actually sourcing candidates, right? Uh, even these, these different uh, engagement pieces from, from the chatbot side of the house, if you're not looking at trying to get rid of all those tasks for your people so that they can really focus on being brand ambassadors, Joel's 100% correct. CEO, CTO, who the hell knows? You're going to get a knock on the door and say, hey, why are we in the 1950s when all of our fucking competitors are getting to the talent so much faster than we are? Exactly. And speaking of coming after, people are coming after self-driving cars in (laughs) in Phoenix. Uh, A story out of Fast Company says that... uh, to date, there's been 21 police reports filed uh, by Waymo, Waymo drivers. Now, the Waymo drivers are people who just sit in the car, basically, um, and make sure that yeah. it's for safety measures that uh, they work. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, 21 cases of people attacking with pitchforks and fire and everything else. Uh, <laughs> these, poor, these poor Waymo cars. Now, I will say that I've lived in Phoenix uh, and can tell you that it gets really hot in Phoenix and people get pretty testy and short tempered. So I don't know how much of that goes into this versus how much of it is just, we hate self-driving cars. Uh, but one Waymo mm-hmm. driver, uh, says, uh, they saw a 69 year old man waving a gun at their vehicle, which fortunately the, the police <laughs> apprehended, uh, before he could do too much damage. But yeah, what do you think about this, this backlash on self-driving cars that, uh, people are attacking them? Yeah. I mean, they, they are pretty much, billboards they say waymo they 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 let you know that they're an autonomous vehicle and people are slashing tires throwing rocks i mean it is this is this is could be who knows the start of the uprising when you start to see the robots to starting to take over uh there's also a piece in the article where an uber driver i believe is an uber uber driver uh, was was actually uh, swerving toward these Waymo cars, trying to drive them <laughs> off the road, and he was just he was screwing with them. But still, it's like, dude, that's going to take my job. That's going to be a lot of it. It's going to be people fucking with these cars. Uh, there's going to be insurance claims of people who like run in front of them to get hit uh, and file claims. Oh, yeah. There's going to be people who are, are yeah. taxi drivers and Uber drivers who see their livelihood at risk. Uh, and they're going to fuck with these cars. This is just like the drones where kids sit out with BB guns and like shoot it at, at, uh, at drones just for the hell of it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's as much as like an uprising against the trend of self-driving cars. I think it's just people being dumbasses um, and doing what people do. Until they start seeing the actual jobs going away and then it'll switch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could go bad. It could go south really fast. 
Um, but for now, yeah. man, Phoenix might have been too hot of a place. They need to come to someplace a little more. Uh, they need to go to like Wisconsin or uh, you know somewhere more amenable to stuff like this. Maybe Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has some nice cars, right? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Actually, Uber is getting back on the road. Uh, they had a fatality, um, but they're getting back on the road. And that's the first place that they're going back on the road yep. is Pittsburgh. Uh, let's get a quick word from Job at X and we'll talk about ghosts uh-huh. and, and ninjas and gurus. <laughs> okay. With Job Addicts' first birthday almost here, we are proud of all we've accomplished with advertising clients, publisher job sites, recruitment marketing agencies, and staffing firms. Thank you for all the support and trust you have placed in us. Since 2017, JobEdX has used the best of consumer ad tech's bidding and ad delivery to build an incredible programmatic job advertising exchange and continue to rapidly grow our network of partner sites. We've also launched a feed inventory management platform called Switchboard, effectively offering our dynamic technologies to all job board partners. And we've developed our revolutionary Live Alert, which eliminate latency and expired job ads via email. No more dead clicks or overages from job links, whether open today, next month, or next year. For more information about our solutions, please reach us at join us at jobaddicts.com. So ghosting and weird weird job titles. I don't really care which one we Uh tackle first because they're both so hard hitting. But what what do you want to do? That's at the ghosting first. I think this is... We've been hearing a lot about this. Well, the big one now is there's there's no more two-week notice, apparently. People just say fuck it and leave. Yes. That's that's what ghosting is. So just for 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 our listening audience, what ghosting is is when your employee just doesn't show up anymore. They quit, but they don't even tell you that they quit. They just done right. So this is, from my understanding, because I haven't done this in a very long time, but it's very popular in the dating world, right? So you start dating somebody, it's like, oh, this is going well. It's like nothing. Radio silence on the other end. They've totally ghosted you, right? They're starting to bring that behavior to the workplace. Yeah. And it doesn't uh, exclude, it doesn't, it's not just the work, the employees, it's the interview process as well. Uh, I mean, people will have talked to someone, bring them in for an interview. They like the candidate, et cetera. And people just don't Uh even show up and they don't tell them I'm not showing up. They just don't show up. And we've heard about first day on the job where they just don't show up. Like they don't even have, they don't yeah. have time to hate their boss, yeah. hate the company, or hate anything about it. Uh, they just don't even show up on day one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the market that we're in right now, right? And I believe, and this is just kind of my thought process, is is these individuals believe, hey, what's good for the goose is good for the fucking gander, right? When I go in and I do interviews, and you don't get back to me, and I go into a black hole, you're ghosting me, right? You're ghosting me when I put my resume in. And I don't get anything back. You're ghosting me. So why is that behavior okay, but my behavior is not okay? So I don't think two wrongs make a right in this case. And the reason why this is happening is because of the job market. There are so many jobs that are out there that uh, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and hop from this job to that job. Screw you. I'm going home uh, in some cases. But like you had said, there are some that don't even show up for day one. That's because they have multiple Mm -hmm. offers. The job market is making this happen. The problem is when you're so weak that you can't look that individual in the eye and you run and play the run and hide game, 
you're burning bridges and this is there's a long-term impact for this especially when the worm starts to turn on the job market yeah eventually you'll need jobs and if you've done a good job of burning bridges uh and pissing people off and embarrassing uh maybe people who you know touted you up that you were coming in and made you made them look bad like uh, what, what goes around comes around, which is another thing my dad used to tell me. Uh, this is a perfect uh-huh. example of that, that this will come back to bite you in the ass potentially. Um, and I, I, to me, this is a whole culture of like, like breaking up through text used to be a thing. Like you don't even have the balls yeah. to like call the person up or see them face to face or whatever. Like you just text them and, and then you're gone. And this whole culture of, I don't need to take responsibility I don't need to do the tough things in life. I don't have to do the right thing. Um, it's pretty unhealthy, and it's unfortunate that it's it's come to the work the work the workplace. Um, but it, it is the reality that we live in. It's weak, people. It is weak. And I hope that I hope that I instill in my kids uh, not to do this kind of shit. Yeah, no question. And and, and still, I, I want to impress upon talent acquisition as you're listening to me. They're doing the exact goddamn thing to you that you do to them. When you push them into a black hole and you don't give them any type of response or feedback whatsoever. So, yes, this is bad. I, I agree 100%. This is bullshit. But you do the goddamn same thing every day. Fix yourself. That's that's the big key here. Fix yourself. Hopefully, these idiots will understand and start to fix themselves. But you can't fix them, right? You can fix you. So quit this black hole bullshit. You're saying that they didn't they failed to check themselves, so now they're wrecking themselves. So they therefore they wreck themselves. Yes. Yes, that's that's where I was going. Very nice. I like that. Yeah, you like that? All right. Well, let's talk about weird job titles and and then this miserable excuse for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> so so indeed, and you know, all these companies with a lot of data usually put out these little fun facts about, you know, titles uh-huh. and, and whatever. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things I thought we'd bring up is Indeed publishes their sort of weird job titles review. And uh-huh. they don't just tell you what are the most popular ones, but they actually track which ones are rising and falling, etc. So uh, they've highlighted uh, seven terms that are used in job postings mm-hmm. uh, that are really pretty stupid. Um, Ninja. Rockstar, mm-hmm. genius, guru, hero, my favorite, wizard, uh, and and superhero. So these are terms that people use. Now, what I thought was interesting is we have two that are like growing uh, exponentially over over the other ones, and that would be yes. ninja and rockstar. Uh-huh. Um, one that is spiking up uh, is genius. Right. For whatever reason. Now, Apple calls their people geniuses, so I'm not sure they're they're including them or not. Um, what are your thoughts on on using these sort of pop culture, silly terms for professional opportunities? First, a message to Indeed. You are perpetuating stupidity by putting this kind of stupid intel out. This is fucking stupid. There's no reason to be able. It, it's oh, yeah, this is fun. No, this isn't fun because then you get idiots. So let's take a look at Ninja, right? So uh, I'm somebody who's in California and I see, oh, the number one rank is in my state. We should start using Ninja more. No, you're perpetuating stupidity. Okay. Ninja, Rockstar. I mean, are these video game players or are they actually doing a fucking job? So from my standpoint, this is the dumbest thing in the world. People, yeah, it's funny, but it's not funny. This is real world shit. 
You go and you see job descriptions that say ninja on them. That say obviously, that say rock star and genius. I mean, come on, guys, what the fuck? All right, number one, uh, full ex- full disclosure, you're still mad at them that you think they stole your sweater, Christmas sweater idea, and they didn't do it as well as as, as I did. Right. So, yes. so you're already pissed indeed this week. Um, <laughs> and number two, this is not stupid. This is great marketing because we're talking about it. And people are going to click on it and people are going to yeah. link to it and people are going to share it on social so media. So we are so perpetuating. Says, this is no. great. Yeah. Is it good for society? No. But is it good <laughs> for like going to Indeed and, and seeing what this is about? Like, hell yeah. Indeed, stop doing this because we're perpetuating your perpetuation. And this is just, this, obviously, we're dumb as well. Indeed is just the messenger. They're not forcing people to put ninja and, and wizard. <laughs> And wizard in their job titles. People are stupid. Indeed is just reporting the data. Which is why humans are going to be taken over by robots because they know better. Which, by the way, because Indeed doesn't play with Google for yeah. jobs, their jobs aren't getting you know seen anymore. So they have to put out they have to put out content like this. So people <laughs> will still go to go to Indeed and hopefully they'll look for a job while they're there. And I'll leave it at that. Indeed. You're putting out stupid shit because you're not even doing the Google for jobs thing. Good there God. You go. Happy Christmas, everybody. We Happy out. holidays. We out. I'm Cole Keaston, and rhymes with Joel Keaston, so my dad can easily remember who I am. Thanks for listening to my dad and his fatherly challenged friend, Chad. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google, 8-Track Cassette Tapes, or wherever you, you enjoy podcasts. And be sure to support our sponsors, because if you don't, I'll be angry. You don't like me when I'm angry. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.